because I had the press release company, I published a ton of content about me and mm. the podcast and the businesses and the brands. So when somebody typed in my name, they could see that, you know, oh, he's out there. Yeah. And it works so. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrara, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon podcast. Today, we got something new for you. We're going to tease you a little bit. It's We're going to be discussing the free advertising channel that most Amazon brands don't know about. We'll be talking about what exactly this free advertising channel is, how do you streamline the process to advertise on this channel, and how to measure the impact. All right, everybody, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, I'm gonna throw it out there. Anybody listening know what the free advertising channel is on Amazon? Well, that's what we're gonna be discussing today. And this is a repeat, uh, not a repeat listener, but a repeat guest. And one of my favorite humans, uh, she is the guest of Mongoose Media. She's frequently called the destruction queen as she often, uh, often, uh, as she often brings into evaluate existing assets to find herself sometimes sledgehammering brutal honesty from her 10 plus years in digital marketing. She's also worked for and with some of the most well-known Fortune 500 brands, and I'm talking about Lauren Petrullo. So stay tuned. Let's go to a sponsor now, and then we'll come right back with Lauren. Facing cash flow challenges with your e-commerce business? Discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real-time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Viably. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, enjoy the show. And welcome, Lauren. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. I think it is my three feet, so I'm like a little ecstatic. Yeah, I I was thinking fourth, but I guess uh, I'm old, so Kelsey's probably right. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on. Do we count the one where I like crashed the middle of your call? With Do you? Oh, I forgot about that. That was fantastic. That was at uh, M3, mm -hmm. and you kind of snuck into the room and uh, yeah, crashed it with Kevin King. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that was good, and that is. That's when you were uh, in your six-inch heels. I yes. remember that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I'm really curious about today's subject. I have nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. You asked me if I wanted to know, and I said no. I, I want to hear about this. So, yeah. I'm not sure I know about it yet or not. But let's talk about this secret Amazon channel that's free that nobody is advertising on. Yeah, so it's an advertising channel that um, you definitely are aware of, 100%. Okay. Um, and it's one that everyone who is listening or watching is definitely aware of, um, but they're not taking advantage of. And All right. it's exactly what I am doing right now. And it's when you show up as a guest on someone's podcast. So 
podcast guesting as an advertising channel, I think is um, such an underutilized resource of almost a 45 commercial at times of mm -hmm. a product or solution that people solve for. And um, where a lot of Amazon brands can find success in that is that the, there are about 10 plus thousand podcasts with audience that are their target market um, that are desperate for guests. And you have the chance to talk about your product and why you created the product and all that story behind the product where then you don't have to do any of the advertising. That podcast will do all the advertising for you. Um, and then you have the chance to uh, provide discount codes specifically so you can track them. You get a bunch of um, assets often uh, you can use to talk about your product. And then um, some of those, even especially if you're doing brand story, can turn into really good ads for retargeting later. I did not know you were going to talk about that. And <laughs> that is, yes, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with this, mm -hmm. uh, you know, between a newsletter, press release, podcast, uh, I feel like a lot of brands don't take advantage of it. And podcasts really can reach a ton of people. Like look at pets or babies. Uh, you know, there's so many outdoors, uh, Dan and Coleman, you know, with his, uh, survival stuff, Yeah, yeah. you know, there's, there's so many different outlets out there mm -hmm. and there are some podcasts you have to pay for. Um, yeah. I don't generally go on those podcasts or do those podcasts, but depending on the audience, it might be well worth it for you. Sure. So we have, uh, clients that have paid as high as $25,000 to be on a podcast. Really? And it's it's ROI six figures almost immediately. So um, wow. podcast guesting, like there's definitely like three phases is the way that I have approached it. Um, it became something that I invested a lot in 2023. And it's something that has yielded a significant um, amount of success and ROI for my business. Um, and it's something that, uh, I cannot vouch for enough right now. So I'm, how did you get on the bandwagon? Mm. Oh, it's, it's a painful, painful answer. Um, I was rejected from speaking at a conference. So this is for me, Lauren, longest me. I was rejected from speaking at a conference because someone said I wasn't cool enough. What? And Lauren, they Petrillo were like, not cool enough. <laughs> they were like, no one knows who you are. Um, you don't have enough coverage. I was like, I've been in a movie with Meta. I was in a book they published about me. What? There's a commercial. I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. Ego aside. Um, <laughs> and uh, a good friend had said like, you know, what podcast have you been on? And I was like, boom, let's do it. And so in 2022, I set a target goal, sorry, 2023. I was like, well, I don't want that to happen. Um, and it didn't, I got personally invited to speak at that conference. Um, so <laughs> it worked, but, uh, the podcast strategy that I went with, I said, I want to be on a hundred podcasts in 2023. In April, I had, um, a really intelligent, gentleman in the real estate space, Pace Morby, who specifically told me make that 200. And I made that a 200 goal and I did my rounds. Wow. That, it, did you make 200? Uh, I didn't close at 200, but um, what I had started to do at the end, because Q4 
which then has the Q5 component, is my busiest time of the year. And a lot of stuff then get backed into October, November for me to hit that 200. So then we did a quality measurement. And the last podcast I was in was Inc. Magazine. So like, no, I didn't hit 200, but the quality of a lot of them far outranked. I had done 30 of them. Right. Yeah, we did that. We hired, we hired, we hired seven. We we had a total people of seven on staff with us with the podcast. And that's, but that's for everything. That's social media, outreach, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we reached out to a ton of people. And what I found is that we made uh, 120 uh, in 22. I think that's when we, we did all the, when we brought in everybody. Uh, So uh, it was really busy. Plus these three podcasts every week about what we found out is people were reaching out to us. Yeah. You know, and uh, like one of the ones most recently uh, with Scott, then what happened ended up over with Mark DeGrasse over at uh, digital marketer, which mm. led me to M3. And so there's, there's so much advantage. Now we're talking about service industries right now, but with brands, it's exactly the same. Yes. You know, exactly the same. So just for for us, we needed research. Who were the top podcasts? Where were the top podcasts? And who were looking for guests? And what we found is everybody's looking for guests. Yep. You know, it's <laughs> not like, oh, oh, you know, we have enough content. No, everybody. And yep. if you, so I'm going to, and then I'll get over to you. But for me, because I had the press release company, I published a ton of content about me and Mm. the podcast and the businesses and the brands. So when somebody typed in my name, they could see that, you know, Oh, he's out there. Yeah. And it works so well. So, and like, again, I'm just going by and I'm not sure who the, uh, who the conference was, but, uh, if anybody said that, uh, you weren't recognized enough, I would be shocked, but, uh, you got back and you got a personal invite. So that was the key. Yes. Yeah, it was, it it was just say, I mean, in terms of it, I ended up being in a lot of places at once and like, yeah, I'm specifically speaking to services, but I did leverage it for my e-commerce brand as well, which, you know, if you do have an off Amazon URL, we were able to grow my e-commerce brand's domain authority by 11 points because of the podcast guest strategy. So domain authority, the higher your domain, the more challenging it is to increase that domain authority. Mm -hmm. And so this is just like, there's a whole host of benefits, but I do want to hammer in on what you said, Norm, is while I'm specifically speaking mostly to the services experience and how much of an ROI was, what I cannot express enough is, well, as you said, everyone is looking for a podcast guest. And most importantly, when it's a lot of services, like the people that do the podcast circuit tend to be authors tend to be in the service space when there is an e-commerce story with a passionate founder who found a new solution for a problem that really bugged them. That is a breath of fresh air for a Mm -hmm. lot of podcasts and providing a simple and dedicated discount code. Like for, for example, Asian beauty essentials, if you type in norm, you get 20% off the order. I'm then able to track any orders that come from asianbeautyessentials.com and attribute it to this podcast. And then what can expand on that is the opportunity to sponsor that as an ad, 
which is a really good use case as well, because some of these podcasts, especially true crime podcasts, have loyal listeners. And those can be affordable advertising channels that you can prove yourself first by being a guest. Um, and I, I, I really, if you can talk about your company, you don't have to prep as much as you would with other advertising campaigns. And you get to share your story, which is what sells your products at the end of the day. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things that I was worried about when I first started doing podcasts. So going back, um, I, I was doing updates back way back in the day with Manny Coates over at AMPM Podcast. Mm. And I was still very, very nervous about talking in front of the camera, screwing up. And sure. if you're a brand owner, uh, you just do it. And if you're passionate about it, and this is a trick that somebody told me when I first spoke on stage is that, look, at you already know, like the back of your hand, what you're going to be talking about. Yeah. So just blank out, you know, the audience and just talk and you're not going to mess up. And it, that made me feel a lot more comfortable because nowadays that's what it, I know what I'm talking about. If I don't, the guest is explaining it. So don't be yeah. afraid. If you're going on to a, uh, a podcast talking about your brand, and by the way, I know this is going down a different rabbit hole. We can touch on mm. this later, but starting your own podcast, mm. you know, there's a lot of brands out there that it, and I, I, one, I know in particular, uh, you know, for survival gear, prepper gear, you know, they're very successful and it's all about their products. You yeah. know, their advertisements are their brand. Yeah. No, it, it totally makes sense. I mean, um, going to the, it can feel intimidating yeah. um, to speak on stage or to speak on a podcast. Um, but the resource that I use and how we've built our entire SOP um, has been around, like I referenced earlier, three different phases. There are a lot of smaller podcasts, newer podcasts, which you can use as amazing practice, as well as a chance to start your story and see other people promote you. I mean, you, Norm, no, specifically, you had seven people working on that podcast. You generated a lot of content that then you shared with all of your guests to use. That was a gift for anyone that comes on your show that had social media assets related to their episode. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to pay someone else to make great creative about their product and their brand story. You get all of that just by coming and showing up for 30 to 90 minutes. Yeah, we we had, and Kelsey might be able to confirm this, but we had two full-time video editors just repurposing content. And now, especially with uh, with uh, uh, ChatGPT and HeyGen, where you can translate uh, this into different markets under Spanish, Mandarin. Yeah. I, I sent one over to Kelsey in Korean, you know, to see if I did it right. But nobody can tell the difference. It's that good now. So yeah. repurposing from a, a podcast, your guests or, or the, the podcast host will most likely have no problem with you with promotional thumbnails uh, going out that they'll reproduce for you. And mm -hmm. the repurposing of the podcast, that's tons of mm -hmm. advertising that you would normally have to pay for that you can repurpose a thousand times. Yep. And you have the chance to, depending on like where you are in your strategy, 
um, because there are like we call phase three is those target podcasts that have a minimum spend like cost to be on as a guest. As I said, we have clients that have spent as much as $25,000 to be on an episode. It gets to the point where you are looking at those paid to play incentives because you're investing and in paying that host. That host is then obligated like emotionally and for the success of the program to make sure that it doesn't feel like an ad. Right. So when you're in phase one and you're like maybe going after smaller, newer podcasts where you're testing different stuff, maybe it's not your exact target audience, but it's adjacent to it. So let's go back to that example of the preppers. Like, you know, the community that's prepping, they are listening and consuming content that supports this lifestyle. But maybe adjacent to that prepper community might be those that travel on boats right? They're still purchasing a lot of dry goods. Um, they have storage, not for end of the world, but for maybe a week or two week long sailing adventure. So you right. can practice off of that audience, refine your pitch, clean up your story, understand what questions people might have, because we live in these like myopic viewpoints, right? Like we're isolated. We're thinking, oh, everyone wants to hear about this. It's the most important. Nope, not always. So these other guests, or sorry, these other podcast hosts can practice and field you these questions. Then you graduate to phase two where you're going after that exact target audience. Um, and then when you look at paying for it, you just have to be prepared for the potential demand because it's happened more than once where a podcast was so successful that was sponsored, which was basically like a 45 minute infomercial about their products, um, yielded in, in sold out days. And it was an inventory mess, but you know, not the worst case scenario to be in. It's not the worst case. Yeah. But so let's say I'm a brand, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. So I, I see uh, Rad's here. So Rad has a survival product. I know that. Right. Okay. So for him to reach out and say, uh, to start reaching out to podcasts, how do you start the research? How do you find these podcasts to be on? Oh, great. Full disclosure, it's free resource that we use called matchmaker.fm. So matchmaker.fm is where you can find tens of thousands of podcasts where they will put, it's almost like an Upwork or like a job board. Hi, I have a podcast. We talk about this. This is my audience. Are you interested in being a guest? Apply here. And it's, it's really just like going on Indeed or going on a job board. You get to pick and choose and filter exactly what you're looking for. Wow. Yeah. And I guess uh, there's also uh, Google. So just typing in, yes. I know for like Amazon podcast, if you type in Amazon FBA podcast, mm -hmm. there's a whack of them that, that come up and you can start reaching out. Or um, yeah. if you look for a spreadsheet that already exists, just with when you're looking in, um, uh, when you're looking in the Google field, just typing in uh, docs, uh, docs PDF or dot mm, uh, Yes. And you will all, all of a sudden start seeing lists that are already pre-made and on other people's yes. websites. So the, um, the Google side, uh, I'm going to like divert a small little thing that I found really helpful. So Rad, if you are listening and can, can reply in the chat, I can give you more specific details using your brand. Um, but one hack I did with Google because, um, there were for me individuals who I believed, um, had the same 
standing of marketing acumen and experience that had already had teams that had done their press work for them. So let's use Norm, for example. I want to go as a guest on all the podcasts Norm has been on. So I can just type Norm for our podcast into Google, and then I'm going to see a hit list of all the best podcasts in terms of domain authority. So the ones that are going to provide the strongest SEO. So then I just made that a hit list. So if Rad knows who his competitor is, you can literally go to Google. We'll just pretend his competitor is like, you know, plantlife.com. So you go plantlife.com podcasts or the founder of plantlife.com and just be like, we'll say that his name is Kelsey, Kelsey Farrar's po- uh, podcast. And then you'll see all the ones that his team already did the work for that you don't have to. And then you can just find the episode they were on, listen five, 10 minutes, and then invite your own custom outreach that says, hey, let's say that, uh, gosh, there's a third party. I was like, I need drug. But let's say Lunch with Norm podcast had Kelsey on it. And Rad wanted to be on that because Kelsey's team already thought that Lunch with Norm was a viable podcast for them. So Rad would reach out, hey, Lunch with Norm, loved listening to the episode with Kelsey. He really went in on this part as another survivalist brand. Here's two things that I think are super important right now, especially coming up with Valentine's Day and the changing of the seasons. So you now have this warm intro almost because you get to leverage the out and work of someone else and boom, you win almost every time. And there's a nugget. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Uh, We're at the bottom of the hour. And if you're new to listening to Lunch with Norm, we always have a giveaway. And that giveaway is called Wheel of Kelsey. You'll see why at the top of the hour. So if you're interested in a giveaway today, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people, you'll get a second entry. And drum roll, please. Lauren, what is the uh, giveaway today? Sure. So um, for those that like want to get into this, I'm going to do a 45-minute like full-on call with you. I will set up your profile. And by the end of it, we'll have your first podcast already submitted that you'll most likely win and you'll get my entire team's SOP. So it's something we've been working on for three months now wow. because it's what we did for a year. It is something we are selling, but you will have it. It is going to be yours for free. There we can you sing that again? <laughs> <laughs> That's my fantastic. Off the water when like the hot water turns off in my house if I'm caught singing in the shower. <laughs> so Hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, you'll get a second entry. This is one of those priceless ones. You get the SOPs as well as talking to Lauren directly, which that doesn't happen very often. Okay, so uh, let's see, Kels, let's go to the word from the sponsor and then we'll come right back. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Okay, so we are back. Um, Before we get down a, a couple of other questions, one of the things that is very important. And we've got caught a couple of guests that just didn't have this. Hmm. The proper equipment. What do you need to come off as a professional? 
Okay, well, obviously I have a mic and that's on a stand. And what's really fun, Amazon purchase, I think it was like $60. Uh, the amount of compliments that have started phone calls with people that didn't expect that type of setup has more than paid for itself. Right. But in terms of like just starting, say like you're literally just starting, you're like, I don't know where to start. You want to have ideally wired headphones. And I say specifically wired because then you'll make sure that you have the right connection. You don't have to worry about the Bluetooth pieces, all that jazz. Then you can go and graduate into like Bluetooth headphones. But forgive me for saying this, make sure they're like quality ones. Yeah. So I'm using the wired ones that like literally came with my phone. Um, but if you're going to use them, like use the reputable ones that aren't just for music, make sure that the microphone is really, really clear because um, so many people will listen to the podcast in their ears. No one can hear you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah like, so I can't emphasize the There, try talking. Well, I have, I have a podcast mic, so I should still pick it up. <laughs> but there is, um, if you can really just use like AirPods. Um, mm -hmm. Or you can use the wired microphone headphones. And that's just because a lot of the Bluetooth headphones that you can get at much lower costs end up having a deteriorated microphone. So if you're using a wired one um, and you're trying to save on costs, that's a better place to go with the microphone and the headphones. Otherwise, just use like AirPods or something to that effect. And you can just open up your laptop the way you would with Zoom. Um, and then I just recommend actually uh, being mindful of what your background looks like. So. Um, if you're doing this from the toilet, unless you're in the gut health space, I would just find a non-busy back wall to start. That's 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 good. That's and also, uh, especially if it's video, if the, if you're streaming any video, I'd probably. You, I mean, you could you could use your laptop's uh, camera, but yeah. uh, and it, this is how you evolve. But you know, go to a Brio, maybe you know something that's 4K. And mm -hmm. then even if you wanted to go one step further, you could then go to these mirrorless cameras. But um, just a quality uh, camera is so important. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially if you're on YouTube or uh, I'll tell you where it comes into play is that if it's on Zoom and the podcast is being pre-recorded, Zoom compresses the image so bad that if you're on a fairly good laptop mm -hmm. uh, camera, it'll come out as like a 360 rather than a 720 and it just looks horrible. Wow. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. I, I'm just mindful of the mirrorless cameras. Like I don't even use it. I have an Osbot. It was like $129 4k and it's really like I can drop it off. It's magnetic. Um, but the, um, piece of the laptop things in case there are people that are really uncomfortable, shy and don't want to be on camera, I would say about 30 to 40% of the podcasts I did in 2023 did not have a video component to it. Right. And you can, you can start there if you're like really just mindful of it, but I didn't know the zoom compressions. That'll yeah. be, that's a really interesting thing. A lot of podcasts. So when you graduate out of phase one of just like your trial podcast, your newbies, um, and you go into established podcasts, like my rule of thumb is I want them to have at least 50 reviews. And they've had to have published at least four episodes in the last six months because it's not, I'm not doing one that they've taken a hiatus on. Um, and so when I do my filtering of stuff, another one that comes in is I expect there to be a professional stream yard, Riverside, some sort of broadcasting system mm -hmm. that will isolate audio and video because it's showing that they're an established podcast. 
Yeah. And one other thing, if the podcast, the podcast er doesn't have high quality podcasts, yeah. like they're just starting out. Um, here's a trick for you. If you get you all of a sudden you get this really crap back and what is this? Hmm. And the audio is horrible. You can go to, uh, what is it, uh, Kelsey? It's for Adobe. It's Adobe podcaster and it'll clean up the sound to a high quality audio. So if you're repurposing it, it'll be high quality audio. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's free. Wow. Yeah. So these are a few things that if, if you, was I correct, Kels? It's, it's free within a certain requirements. Like it has to be less than an hour. It can't be the yeah. size, can't be big. But if you want like the subscription to it, um, I think it's like 20 bucks or 15 bucks a month. Yeah. But what podcasts and, are over an hour? Well, I yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it does a, a great job of cleaning up any mic issues that you might have. And it just sounds like super high quality. Yeah. Recommend it. So these are just a few things. And the other thing I, I would recommend um, would be uh, I have it right over here. I got a couple side lights, but this one is my ring light. Mm. So again, it's only for video. So if I'm talking uh, just to you in general, uh, I'm not even in this little booth, but uh, if I'm talking to you in general, I would just have a small ring light. Uh, I wouldn't even have it on, uh, but this, uh, I can't even turn it off and on. I think I can. I think I can. I'll show you what it looks like. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, that's right. Nope. Uh, I'm not going to play with it because then I'll have to get up in the middle of it. But let's talk uh, a, a bit further about the benefits. And before we get into the benefits, once again, uh, I don't know how many people really think this could be beneficial. If you don't think it can be beneficial, you're wrong. <laughs> 100% wrong. There is so much that goes to beyond just practicing your pitch and getting free content. Like the SEO value, like I can't understate how much money I saved by being able to talk about an e-commerce brand and getting the link back and all that additional domain authority. It's it's really impactful from an SEO's perspective. And even if you don't have your own URL, you're still going to get that external link to your Amazon store, whether you've got like the actual product or depending on how you're set up, you can take it directly. That traffic is still counted towards the efficacy scores that people are reviewing. And in a decentralized search environment with how everything is changing, it's, a, it's an election year. It's like actually elections across the world. It's like one of the highest number of elections ever. Um, like Pakistan just had theirs yesterday. So Venezuela has one this year. Um, with the decentralization of search and how that comes to play, there's going to be a component where the links that are going back to it is going to present a higher quality of a return. So going back to rad, let's pick on rad. Okay. So he's got a survival product or products mm -hmm. and he goes on to 10 different survivalist prepper podcasts. Yeah. It's a captivated audience as well. Yes. So guess what they're going to do? If they're listening and you're bringing the info, they're going to check you out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then like you have the chance to even like provide a discount if you want to track and yeah. measure it. But if you are on a survival, if you know, this is where your people hang out. You have a captivated audience. And the best part is 
they maybe listen to it right away or they might listen to it later. You, what I would recommend, so rad, say you, you jump on one where it's like survivalists in cold weather terrain, right? Like we're talking about people that are surviving Michigan and beyond, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you have the chance to listen to two or three previous episodes, even if you're just like listening at two and a half X speed and just, just trying to pick up some of the good nuggets, what stood out to you as a listener, then you can, if you have, so this is like a, a nugget piece. If you tie back to it, when you take the assets that they'll provide you from your episode, just be like, oh, here's the part where I talk about tag the other person's brand and them as a guest because then you're referencing them. So then you're just like, oh yeah. And also remember on that episode where they had talked about how like you need to have gloves that have solid grip. Those gloves are great gloves. They're some of the best gloves that can hold a lot of knives. Our knives, you don't need gloves, but this is a really good solution. You can, you can tag them and then they'll reshare because they're grateful that you had listened to them. So it's like, do unto others that you want done unto your, your podcast content. I was like, oh, that was funny. You, you like all of a sudden it was like a red background. That looks really good. No, it looks like uh, Norm is having some tech issues. He's muted right now too. Uh, To wired headphones. (laughs) Can you try unmuting Norm? I think you you muted yourself too. The power went out. Everything. So now I'm in the sitting in the dark here. So just a second, I'll get things back on. That's funny. Well, rad in that instance, just if you have the chance and you find people that listen to podcasts, especially established podcasts and things that you can find when you're like evaluating them, look at reviews and then look at how many episodes they've had. You can type in free tools or you can see what is the domain authority of that podcast URL. They probably have a YouTube channel. You can see what is the number of videos their shorts and their videos actually get those views. And then you can get a baseline of what you can anticipate, how much exposure you'll get from that podcast. But if there's a podcast about survivalists or it's a podcast that you know survivalists are listening to, you not being on there is just like silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Like it's such an obvious play and you more than likely don't have to pay to participate. And as as an Amazon seller reaching out to these brands mm-hmm. um, and trying to be on these podcasts, what do you think your goal should be as a brand to go on the con- uh, onto the podcast? Like, is there like I think you mentioned uh, maybe like the brand story or like maybe pain points like addressing those? I see like TikTok ads with people being oh, on podcasts so talking good. about yeah, could be like milk or. Those aren't real podcasts. They just hire some actors and it's a hundred dollars. And those are some of the best performing ads. We even have it on social. Like it's an easy, easy, like spend $500 and do that as a podcast um, ad. But to your question, Kelsey, which I forgot for a second. What should um, the goals be for being on the podcast? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Thank you. The goals for like when you're on the podcast is um, obviously pain points because people find that interesting because they're like, oh, that makes so much sense. But I can't tell you enough like why people care about brand story because it's the reason why you created the product. The why behind your product is why someone's going to buy. They don't buy for features. They buy for benefits. So if you can talk about 
why you created your product, what was the missing catalyst in your industry, which forced you to provide a solution that was just, there was a gap. You get to go on that. You'll find that people are going to be like, tell me more. Wait, why, why wasn't this solved before? What were the available solutions? And then you, you will naturally go into the pain points of inferior products to what you're using, whether that be price or quality or a whole host of different pieces. Another thing that I think is really important in terms of like trying to put forward um, is going to be having some sort of coupon code or some sort of like, like low entry point. So that someone listening will be like, well, that's a no brainer. I'm definitely going to grab that item. Um, and besides the pain point, the brand story, having an, a trackable coupon code, because you want to know what like the impact of your ROI is, or like if you want to, um, you know, get them on your list and say like, Hey, if you, you send me a message, you'll get a coupon code via, um, you know, messenger, or if you have like a product warranty that you can provide people that lets you capture them and own that data. So having that capacity where it's like, Hey, if you get this, you can sign up for your warranty, go to, you know, lunchwithnorm.com slash Lauren, you'll be able to warranty your product. And I will give anyone that warranties there a double, like an extra year, just because of it, the guests and the listeners will feel really special because you made that for them without having to tweak a lot of your other pieces. So just make sure you have one element that you are using to capture that first party data because all those listeners are your target market. I don't know if you noticed, but the power went out again for the second time. So uh, I just can't get my bloody light to go on my <laughs> ring light, which I was just talking about. So that's the other thing uh, that we should talk about just briefly. Uh, things happen, you know, when you're on a podcast and most of the time you shouldn't worry about it because it's pre-recorded. Ours just happens to be live. But if things happen, I used to get Kelsey, you know, can attest to this. I used to freak out and, you know, I'd be in the fetal position and it would take me, you know, days to get out of it. Uh. Now you just go with it. You know, yeah, you make a mistake. Uh, all right. You make a mistake. Yeah. Then you just life carry goes on. on. Yeah, life goes on. One of the other things I want to talk about, and first of all, um, if I'm reading this right, um, DripFit um, wants you as the prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you are, though. You're the prize. You're, you've got the 45-minute conversation. I know the prize to be one. I'm yeah. just quoting Alana. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Drip. Um, but the other thing is how you can leverage the podcast, even outside of uh, repurposing. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, how do you follow up or what do you do pre-podcast? Okay. Yeah. If you have the ability to get the podcast. So again, I put a tiered system. Is the podcast your target audience? Is the podcast one that's going to have like a lot of views? Like it's not a practice podcast. It's a, it's a winning podcast. Get the host, your product before you start. Because then they will have used it and they will then be raving about it on your behalf. It does take some coordination. Maybe it doesn't always work out. A lot of these, these guests, or sorry, a lot of the podcasts have guests that don't have e-commerce products. So when the host is like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love his survivalist knife. Yes, please send it my way. Because either they're going to keep it or they're going to give it away on the episode. And again, it's not coming 
coming from you. It's coming from them. And that makes their show look better. So the right. more that you can make their show look better, the way more return you're going to get from that gratitude being reciprocated. It's like 10x. And don't forget, uh, podcasts are one thing. YouTube series or YouTube uh, is very, uh, very popular. TikTok, you know, just going on to an interview live with TikTok, you can yep. do something like that. But um, one of the other things, and going back to the pre and post podcast, uh, one of the things that we started to do is if we were if we were talking about a certain subject, so it could be uh, a benefit or it could be a feature, it could be a pain point, whatever it is. Um, I would write a blog article prior to going on to the podcast. And uh, this, uh, this was when it became more sophisticated. But at first, I just did a press release uh, saying that Norm Farrar, host of Lunch with Norm, will be appearing on blah, 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 or, or discussing whatever it is. So I got mm -hmm. a little bit of oomph. And sure. You know, it was out there, and I'd probably be on page one 130 times with different combinations of keywords. But then uh, we said, what happens if we did a blog article and published it maybe a week before that and then did the okay. pre uh, press release? Yeah. One step further, what happens if we did something about the blog article on YouTube, just a quick two-minute video? Yeah. Put it into the blog article and then promoted it on um, on with a press release, which ended up being great. And then you could follow up with basically the same thing afterwards. It could be yeah. a press release about the podcast. And we're, like usually what will end up happening is you'll get the thumbnail and you'll get um, uh, a link where the podcast is going to be or if it's going to be live a month from now mm -hmm. or whenever it is. That's when you could do another press release saying that you're, you know, here it is. And that, or you could also put that into wherever you want any other social thing. But that's where you start to build up a little bit of hype about what you're selling. Yeah. You, again, going back to Rad, you know, doing something like that, there's so much you could write about your, um, yeah. your products or a press release and then start just promoting it yourself once the podcast is ready to go or after it's ready to go. Yeah. No, I mean, especially on the ones where you know there's, I mean, that's such a good idea because then you have the press release because that podcast host is going to say, wow, you've you've made my podcast yep. feel like Forbes or fast. Oh, sorry. My, my dog jumped. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him right now. I'm like, I can hear him. What is he doing? Jumping on the couch? No, he's like having like a furball kind of moment and it scared me. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> he's okay. But yeah, no, oh. I mean, especially for those, that that level of stuff you can you can put together with webhooks and leverage AI and use Airtable or a or a Google Sheet file so that it will do most of that work for you with the push of a button. Um, that pre-work, um, I didn't even think about like, yeah, that's gonna considerably increase the organic value of that content. Um, I would say where, um, if I switch gears a little bit to the post podcast side, uh, when I worked for Disney, I was a part of Disney Institute, which is a business consulting arm. And then I was on the marketing department where I was an innovation producer. Um, what we used in both areas when we were consulting externally for like Southwest and all the other brands that were 
would come out. Um, we would say that and use it in our marketing. The last impression is the lasting one. So when you're on a podcast, if there's a chance to send like a thank you card. So this isn't our thank you card, but we do have another postcard that when it's the first time that we go into a podcast that we developed halfway through the year, uh, we would send, I'd do a handwritten note that says, I'm so, I wish I had one. Oh, I do. Um, so we'd send this one as I'm so grateful to have been a guest on your podcast. And then when the host gets it, it usually is around the time the podcast would go live or when the asset pieces are done, it leaves a really good impression of you and that simple, simple follow-up that they'll promote you even further. And then that's a great idea. And on later episodes. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, I have never done that, but that's a Kelsey <laughs> add that to the checklist. <laughs> <laughs> I, Norm, if you want to know, like, cause I've gotten a lot of gifts from podcasts I've been on. One thing that I would just do is if say like you made like you're like grateful postcard that for people that have been on it you can put a dynamic field if you work with a printer so then say maybe like where it has this is my logo on top but say you design something where it's a dynamic field from a google sheet kelsey just sends it the printer does it because that's the cheapest way to to do it's like drop shipping but for print it's print on demand with custom variables you can pull a quote from the podcast episode from your guest with a picture of them. And if you're using Otter or Firefly, they'll just get it for you. Mm -hmm. And then someone has a personalized post-it that's like, my face, a quote from the episode, holy smokes. That was really sweet, thank you. Yeah, that that's cool. And if you're using one of those two apps as well, it's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's great. And oh, I see uh, Mr. Fillion has joined us. I thought he'd be on, maybe he was on at the start, but uh, he's another <laughs> one that, what we're talking about today, you know, is just mm. something that he would be awesome at. So, you know, just going out there, becoming or reaching out to podcasts. Yeah. But I'm still sticking by that people, even if they're, if, if, if they're, if like me have a face for radio um, and they don't want to go on a podcast, oh, Norm. Then, <laughs> then they have, uh, somebody else like Kelsey will go on instead. But um, if if people are shy, mm -hmm. there's other people. There's family. There's other yes. people that you can have that can act as that spokesperson <laughs> if you want to do your own podcast or have them represent you as a podcast. Yeah. The benefit about guesting is, while yes, creating your own podcast has tremendous value. It really does. And so, just in my personal evaluation of stuff. Um, by guesting, you just have to show up. The bulk of the work for the editing, the producing, the Adobe podcast stuff, all the creative, the host will, <laughs> sorry, the host will do that for you. So I'm all about the laziest way to win. Yeah. Like I want asymmetrical impact with like zero effort. One not needed. So the guessing side is someone else is going to do all the work for you because you show up and hijack their community. When you have the chance to create your own podcast, there's a whole host of new benefits that come with that as well. Um, but if that's something you're remotely thinking about, even if you're shy and like, yeah, you, you can't find that, Kelsey. There are a lot of podcasts that are new and they have shy hosts too. Like I'm telling you, matchmaker.fm has tens of 
hosts of thousands of podcasts and all the hosts that I've ever come across have been nothing but generous in their grace and acceptance of if you slip up. Yeah. It's something where you can practice. It's almost like the Toastmakers Club. If you've got a Toastmaker Society near you, really, really highly recommend. But podcast guesting, especially on newer ones, will build that up. I would just encourage you to put a goal of 20. Do 20 podcasts. Do it on new ones, ones that you don't know if they're going to have a lot of visibility to it because it's practice. Mock 100%. interviews. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And get the first one under your belt. That's yep. it. And don't aim high for the first one. Just just go to newer podcasts. I mean, if you're more comfortable than 100%, go ahead and do it. So yeah. the other thing uh, we talk about, so the, the press release, the blog writing, you know, to get it going, you do the podcast. And then if you're having your own podcast, it's another form of marketing. But then that can lead to, and what we found, I don't know about you, we've put out, I don't know if you've ever seen our newsletter, but we've put out a newsletter. We put a lot of time, a lot more time and effort into our newsletter than the mm. podcast, believe it or not. And we've tried to improve it every week. And what we found, we've got more leads, more leads off of that newsletter than the podcast has ever generated incredible so people just you know now that we have the whatsapp group you know people uh they might dm me uh if they're listening to the podcast you know i don't really pitch anything that we do when i'm talking about the pot it's not about me it's about the guest uh in the newsletter i just talk a little bit about what you know what we're doing a lot of people listening right now have no clue what i do but in the yeah. newsletter for some reason i get so many people writing in uh, because of some of the topics that we're talking about um, that has been and I talked to uh, Kevin King about it who's got probably the number one newsletter in the industry and uh, he says the exact same thing so not only do you do that but then rad for your prep group start a whatsapp group mm -hmm. and the marketing just continues to expand and that's what we're seeing here uh, from the service side of things and I don't know about you, but that's kind yeah. of where I'm trickling down. That's the tributary from the, the podcast. What do you think about that? Well, I think a lot of people that consume content, be it video or podcasts or lives, even on um, short and long form content, they're voyeurs. They're, they're not really required to raise their hand. You have this wheel of Kelsey prize, which encourages engagement. But you know, there are a lot more people here than are even like participating in the chat. And when you have that newsletter, you've opened up a communication channel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we all survived a time in our lives where you couldn't talk to anyone outside of a screen. And like that social communication was, was necessary. Yeah. But also like you own their information. Yeah. So I, that's why I like the KPIs, as Kelsey said earlier, like you need to make sure that you have some way of your, you're capturing them into your ecosystem because Otherwise, it's like a, a billboard. But having that newsletter, Norm, yeah, I'm I'm so glad that it's yielding the results. But that newsletter is predicated on the success of your like withstanding podcast. So it just gave people an outlet where you told them what you wanted them to do. Sorry, no offense to most humans, but unless we're told what to do, we are bad at guessing. 
Right. So that's why a lot of videos like like, subscribe, leave comments, participate. We need to be able to tell someone what we want them to do. And when we tell them like you have with the newsletter, people do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very surprising. You know, just uh, just ask. And sometimes you receive. <laughs> okay. I think we covered it all. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we went over to the wheel? I would say um, sign up to matchmaker.fm. It's free. Setting up your profile, um, you don't even have to do the work. I, I recommend that you delegate it to a VA because you can build what you is important to build once is a generic pitch. And then whoever wins, I will give you my generic pitch. We will, I will help you write it together. Oh, wow. So it should be worth it. Um, but we will we'll craft the pitch. You'll set up your profile. Putting in the credentials, if your products have won awards, if you are a member of a chamber of commerce or whatever those accolades you might have, you'll find that you don't have to even apply. People will reach out to you and ask if you would be a guest. So it, it becomes this opportunity, like get your first one out of the way, um, but establish, go to matchmaker.fm set up your profile. If you have a professional photo, like don't do one of like you in a bikini on a kayak, unless that's what you sell. Um, uh, I don't have a bikini. <laughs> what? Why not? Okay. That's something that we're going to have to change. It should be a bearded <laughs> bikini. Like yeah. I imagine like, okay. Anyways, just set up your profile um, and know that, you know, like what is the fields of dream? quote like if you build it they will come yep that is what my experience has been on matchmaker.fm so even if you're shy you will find others will reach out for you and um there's a lot of really quick easy opportunities for you to practice your pitch to get in front of your ideal audience and provide value because so much of what the audiences are looking for is not another author not another service provider but oh you made a solution tell me more very good. Okay, so how do people get a hold of you or Mongoose? Um, my website's mongoosemedia.us, um, or you can connect with me on socials at Lauren E. Petrullo, just like the name below, um, on all the handles. Fantastic. All right, we're going to go over to a live read of Seller Basics, and then we'll come right back for the wheel. By the way, if you want a chance to get a 45-minute consultation, and the SOPs with Lauren, uh, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, take two people, you get a second entry. All right, let's go over to Seller Basics. Okay, let's see if I can do this with no mistakes. This is about sellerbasics.com. Hey, Amazon sellers ever faced account suspensions, ASIN hiccups, or IP headaches? Introducing Seller Basics, your Amazon accounts guardian with just $99 a month or add the word norm to the code and you'll get it for $89 a month. Seller Basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business from these challenges. Plus, the membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys. No long-term contracts and you can cancel at just a month's notice. View Seller Basics as your Amazon accounts health plan. So check out Seller Basics at sellerbasics.com. Now sit back. Here's the disclaimers. Seller Basics isn't an insurer or law firm. Consultations come from independent firms. Results may vary. Membership is needed before events leading to claims and terms apply. 
Okay, that's it. And if you have not checked it out, you got to check it out. It is, I had just the other day, somebody contact me and told me how much it costs for an attorney to help them out with a suspension. Like this is $99 a month. It doesn't work if you get the suspension email and you go back and say, help me. So it's, this is uh, just a plan that assures that you can talk to an attorney about these things and get them to come up to bat for you. So that's beyond, that's beyond the sponsorship. Uh, this is just a fact and I would highly recommend it. Okay. Now let's come back to the wheel. It's time for the wheel of All right. Okay, so I'm going to shuffle up these names and give this a spin. We do this every single episode, so make sure you tune back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're the winner, please email me, k at lunch. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh. Steve. Brad, I thought you were going to get it. All right. Congratulations, Steve. If you could email me, k.lynchwithnorm.com, and uh, we'll connect you with your prize. Okay. Fantastic. All right, Lauren. Third podcast in the can. There we go. Oh, I can't hear you. You're on mute. That's okay. I'm a Zoomer boomer. It happens. I was like, maybe four, depending on uh, depending on my memory. The, the Kevin like drive-by crash. Oh, that, that's right. That's right. The Kevin drive-by. Okay, lady. I'm not sure where we're gonna see you next. Probably at M3. Yeah, I'll be there in June. Yeah. So it is in June, right? It's not March. Yeah. I didn't miss out. Okay. Yeah. So some people No, were there asking. is one in March. I'm just in Jamaica there is? during the March event. Okay, I've been trying to yeah, find the out the Yeah, the March one is the first week of March. The first oh, I can tell it to you right now. If you want. Oh, I can yeah, send it to you please. as well. Yeah, so it's the first week of March. I think it's like the 5th and 6th. Um, I will just be in Jamaica for a week celebrating my very good friend's birthday where she rented out a resort for 16 oh. hours. Oh, my God. I can I just know. imagine. It uh, will be amazing. But yeah. Uh, I wish you were closer to San Francisco because I will be in San Francisco in a week and a half at Meta headquarters doing all oh. the cool things. But oh, it's like you're so close cool. I will be to Canada. You're so cool. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, until the fifth episode. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with the lunch with the lunch with the